0: Three, two one, the national champion is clad in and big orange. Alabama does it,
1: national championship number 18, 13 in all, absolute perfection.
2: It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Drake Collie and friend talking about the magical world of sports in Middle
3: Tennessee. Y'all ready for this?
4: Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and it is Friday, June 30th, the last day of June, fellas, and I'm joined in the studio by Clayton the Claw Harris running the board and our good friend from over Murfreesboro Way. Our Blue Raider, in-house Blue Raider, uh, student, fan, broadcaster, Big Lou Maddox. What an intro. There you go. I appreciate Did it. Your special? You deserve more than that, my friend. Thank you. I prom- promise you. Thank Clayton, you. Clayton, not so much. You yeah. deserve more than that. Uh, yes, it is Friday. So last day of June. It is what we'll consider July 4th weekend. Um,
2: it's hard to believe.
4: you know where does the time go I I mean
2: we're halfway through the year man
4: I guess we're better off than the northeast right now I was um, looking at some horses at the ponies this morning on my phone and um, uh, on a racing app that I use and uh, was going to bet some some races at Belmont Park in New York um, out on Long Island that's where Belmont Park is and they've shut the whole track down air quality Uh, and they've also shut other tracks down all up the northeastern seaboard or coastline uh, due to the poor air quality um, in that region and I I guess that's from the Canadian wildfires. Do
2: we know how those fires started
4: by the way? I don't know. I think Dudley Do-Right was up there roasting a wiener or something. I had, Who knows? I don't know. Light, I mean, anything could really start it, can't it? From lightning I to – I guess
2: to a cigarette. I mean, you name it. But, I mean, but the chaos that it, it has caused, especially in air travel, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy.
4: Yeah. Um, I think United had, uh, as of today, had – canceled like 15% or 14% of their flights here in the United States. Good. And that's, and that's a lot of flights. Absolutely. And so, a whole lot. So that really and, – and this being one – the, the, probably being the busiest travel weekend of the su- or week of the summer, uh, you know, you add that on top of it, and it's just a mess. So another good reason, just sit your butt at home, 4th of July – buy some bottle rockets or some Roman candles and just, you know, enjoy you enjoy, could, enjoy the 4th you, you, of July. You, you, my, can, I, 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 you all just come over to my house. You can't
2: buy bottle rockets in Murray County. What? Isn't that ridiculous? Isn't it ridiculous?
4: No, wait, hold on just a damn second.
2: Yep, they have banned them. That was a few years ago. They
4: banned bottle rockets?
2: Yes, yes they have. What, years,
4: what, yeah. what, what else? Hold on, how, why? How, why, how, why are you,
2: how are you supposed to have a bottle rocket war? Yeah. You know? Oh, and what was the reason for
4: banning them?
5: Just dangerous. I mean, I we used to shoot them at each other, so I can understand it. I'll be
2: in Lewisburg tonight, so I'll load up on what I can get.
4: But Murray County, you cannot buy a bottle rocket. Not about and who and who exactly makes that? Who makes that determination? That
2: I think it's actually the city council, the city of Columbia. Huh? It's ridiculous.
5: That used to be my favorite part of the holiday. Uh,
2: I agree. Oh man, I agree. And taking certain, the sticks and, off. And, and have you, them all you ever over set over. one
4: off underwater? They're really cool underwater. Oh yeah. They, they, oh yeah. They go Still underwater go, yeah. and just yeah, yeah. you know yeah. And they've banned mortars too. The, the, now that's what blew uh, Jason Pierre-Paul's thumb off. Is one of those Mortar. mortars, those round things that the big fireworks looks like a over kind of a small tennis ball. Yeah. And you drop it down in the cylinder.
5: Yeah, those are banned. Those are banned. That is—that's what a firework is, though.
4: I mean, mean, what's left? What's left? Sparklers, snakes. You just have to shoot them out of the
5: box. I mean, I mean,
4: I'm kind of like Joe Dirt on this. You know, people, you got to give the consumer what he wants kick and Wayne kicking Wayne just had sparklers and snakes right and then Joe Dur's like you know where's the Roman candles where's the the Roman candles The things that still go legal. boom, right They're I mean'
2: still legal but uh, those uh, are sissy fireworks I agree <laughs> I agree I mean, <laughs> I, mean I can kind
5: of understand the mortars I mean back when we were in high school there were uh, you know a group of guys my age that would uh kind of had a war going on between cities so they'd go down to Lewisburg and shoot the mortars from the tube out of their hand at people's cars and houses and <laughs> things like that and it you know That's it's, pretty it's, da- I mean
4: am not going to lie that out. seems We're pretty dangerous out now yeah. it's,
5: it sparked a little police investigation because there was, Well a, and, you, uh, you know no matter you
4: know matter I'll tell you what and and you know this signal reaches out from on into Nashville, north of Columbia, on, and south on down to the Alabama line. And, and all and, the way over to Tullahoma. And, and east and west. Yeah. So it, it has a, covers a pretty good region of middle Tennessee. And we just, you know, here at uh, the Front Sports Radio Hour, we just like to remind everybody that safety first, No matter correct. no matter if you're dealing with a sparkler, a snake, a mortar shell, whatever it is. Just be careful and uh, hey, almost, and be responsible. And I tell you, as dry as it is right
2: now – That's the other thing, yeah.
4: As dry as it is, you better – I mean, my yard is like <laughs> – I mean, it's 106 degrees right now is what
5: it
2: says that, on the – was like the, the rain that we didn't get last night would have been very beneficial for this weekend.
4: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you where it looked green and plush was at match eight at the uh, Wynn Casino in Las Vegas – on the Win golf course last night as um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry took on Pat, Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And uh, the underdogs won. Kelsey and the and Mahomes uh, were a two-and-a-half, basically two-and-a-half to one odds underdog. Uh, you made a little money last night if you put some on the Kansas City Chiefs team. And they ended up winning the match. And at, they were supposed to play twelve holes, and I think they pretty much beat them, uh, Golden State, uh, Steph and Clay Thompson so bad that it was over by the ninth hole. Golly! And respect um, that. But anyway, so I don't know if you all watched it last night, but if you didn't, I'm sure it'll be. It might be replayed on. I think it was on TNT. But I was watching it and Draymond Green was out there and he was kind of a pseudo coach for or supporter, team supporter for team Golden State, which obviously was Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And then on the other side was a uh, is another guy and I don't I'm not sure who he was and I'm not sure if he he was connected, he looked like a football player. But he was riding around a little bit with Travis Kelsey and hanging out and and cheering on the Kansas City team. And, you know, marijuana is legal in the state of Nevada. Yes, it is. Okay. And so, as they were TNT, they had cameras mounted on the golf carts. And they had earbuds in their ears. So. Uh, who's the guy on TNT? Charles Barkley was doing the Ernie Johnson. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Barkley and Johnson, they were they were they were talking to Travis Kelsey. I, let me tell you something real quick about Travis Kelsey. Dude's funny. Yeah, and I, I mean you know he did Saturday Night Live. He's you know he's got he's got some game to him. He's funny. He's not a Tom Brady. You know what I mean by any means. He's he's like on the opposite. He's out there end of the spectrum as far as Tom Brady personable pers- personality goes. Right, yeah. but anyway. So they, you know, this is kind of how they did in between shots. They would go, they tee off, they go to their second shot and they were playing best ball. So, uh, whoever out of the pair hit the best shot, they go to that one, both would hit from there and so on. But anyway, uh, so they're talking to, um, Pat, Pat, Patrick Mahomes and they've got the camera on him in his golf cart and he's driving. To the next hole. And this guy, whoever – I don't know his name. I'm sure people out there do. But he was connected with the Kansas City Chiefs. He looked like a player right now or could have been a former player. Anyway, they pull up and they're still talking to Patrick Mahomes and somebody walks up to this guy and hands him a vape pen. And the guy takes it, takes a huge draw off of it, and then – Kinda sucks in and holds it. <laughs> and then <laughs> lets it, out. It, and it wasn't, it wasn't a nicotine. I'm just telling you, it was not nicotine. It was blatantly a had to be, I bet my life on it had to be a wow. cannabis vape pen. But anyway, TNT got the whole thing right there. Wow. On uh, on film, and I'm thinking, all right, here we go. You know, the the gates of it opened up and You know, and I don't know who that player was or who that guy was, but he might be getting a little letter in the mail from the NFL (laughs) if he's
2: still playing. I don't. Who knows? I don't know. Which that's weird because I just read an article that uh, Kelsey talked about how he said eighty percent of the NFL players he would predict smoke cannabis, and he said it's easy how they pass the test, and apparently the NFL only they test they only get one marijuana test a year. And that's at the end of July, after they've been in training camp for like two weeks, and then all the guys have basically sweated out everything they've done. They pass the test and are good for a whole year. So I'm, I'm trying to find anything about that. The only thing I saw was that um, they th- there was a video of Mahomes cracking open a
4: was c- it a Coors Light?
2: Coors Light,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw him drinking a Coors Light, and he also did a little. He had uh, one of his head covers was the, was a Coors Light bear. Is there a Coors Light bear they, now? They are,
2: they are the official beer of the NFL now, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Okay, so he he was standing there, uh, and this was probably mid broadcast, somewhere you know, hour or so into the broadcast, and he and they made mention, and he had this big head cover of a bear. Uh, for one of his drivers or one of his woods and then at the bottom at around it had the Coors Light logo
2: makes sense they're from Colorado you
4: know and uh, I could have
5: sworn I saw them in a Michelob
2: commercial though so that, well
4: I'm, you know, Bowl, so. I'm sure I I, I, I would guess they're not well I don't know I would guess they're uh, just not uh, a held lot,
2: a lot has changed in Anheuser Busch over the past few months
4: well, absolutely.
2: You know, sure, so.
4: Yeah, but I mean, I, you know. Um, so anyway, it was it was an interesting, and you know what? If 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 anybody and and those of us that watched it last night, and those that did not watch it, but I'll tell you, the ones that <laughs> the people that did not watch it, they were hitting that ball all over that damn course. I mean, they looked like me. You should say, I mean they may have been hitting that
2: he, vape pin before the that, match. <laughs> they hit the driver
4: three hundred yards, 100, 100 straight ahead and two hundred yards to the right. I mean, it was I mean, they were all over the dang place. But uh but it was kind of fun to watch and uh uh you know, it was competitive. They they wanted to win. Uh sports they Sports Kings draft draft kings or what's that what's it called? Draft Kings, yes. They uh, they sponsored a $2 million hole-in-one on a par three, and uh, which, you know, more than likely definitely wouldn't happen. But then if you hit it within five feet of the pin, you got $250,000 to go to your favorite charity. That's nice. And then if you hit it on the green and just was the closest one to the hole out of the group of four, you got $100,000 given to your favorite to, to uh, a charity. So – you know, I mean, the money was for a good cause and they were having a big time and, uh, you know, what a better place to do it than right in the heart of Vegas at the wind casino, you know, one of the top, uh, year after year after year, the top rated casino worldwide, uh, as far as, you know, hospitality, you know, just overall ratings, uh,
5: and it was uh, Charles Barkley and Ernie Johnson calling it, like you mentioned. And uh, Drake, I'm sure you saw that uh, Barkley announced that Ernie Johnson was going to be inducted into the uh, Sports Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Is as, that right? As he should. Yeah, and it was. Yeah.
4: Where it, do you know where that is? Do you know? Do you know where the Sports Broadcasters Hall of Fame is? I don't know where. I don't. I, I don't know. know
5: I don't know where the actual place is, but I was, was Lindsey Nelson
4: in, inducted into that? Yes. And he's from Columbia, Tennessee.
5: Sure is. That is correct. Lindsey Nelson Stadium, 2-0. right down here. Yeah. Baseball stadium at Knox in Knoxville for yeah the University of Tennessee is also Lindsey Nelson Stadium.
4: There you go. Um, so uh, they had a big time last night, and I hope uh, some charities made a lot of money. I didn't watch to the end and get the totals on that, but uh, I'm sure uh, I'm sure somebody got paid handsomely uh, for the participation in that the major league baseball all-stars have been announced um is that music that's music oh man we'll get to that right after break then okay this is the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake in for in the studio with big lou maddox and clayton the claw Harris. if you all give us about three four minutes we'll be right back <laughs>
9: This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening
2: to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
1: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.
0: Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222.
4: And this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and the Claw, Clayton Harris. And I tell you what, uh, there's a lot going on today in the broadcast, sports broadcast world, because ESPN has cut a bunch of people.
5: (laughs) A lot of big names.
4: A lot of big names, um, broadcasters. Jeff Van Gundy's uh, been there for 16 years Susie Colbert's been there for 27 28 years um, Keyshawn Johnson NFL analyst and former player um, of course now they say that they had they just signed him to an 18 million dollar five-year contract a year ago and now are going to cut him
5: buy him out too. Doesn't make any sense.
4: Um, I you know, I, I don't know. They say that he's going to get the full the full contract agreement. And my deal is, if you're going if you're going to pay the guy, put his butt in the studio, put him in a, put him in front of a camera, and get yeah. your money out of him. I don't know why you would cut him and send him on the road. But uh, they ESPN and whose parent company is Disney uh, that also owns ABC. Is that right, Clayton? They own no, no. ABC. That is correct. ABC and ESPN. Um, and so they're just trying to cut and save some money, uh, looking to save $5.5 billion by cutting 7,000 jobs over uh, the two companies between ESPN and Disney.
2: you um, to date looking at their stock. Walt Disney at one point was uh, in January was up to one hundred eighteen dollars a share. It is now down to eighty six dollars a share.
4: Guys, that's what fifteen percent probably.
2: I, I Heart Media also during that same time was up around nine dollars a share. They're now down to two dollars and twenty one cents a share.
4: Okay, I'm not sure what the I heart no, is. I mean, I mean, I
2: mean, there's a connection between yeah on the radio side of things with them. So, okay, yeah.
4: Well, your. I mean, you know, you've got to stop the bleeding at some point. And I, 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 like you said, I, I assume that ESPN is going to just go back to what ESPN was in their early, uh, early, early, early stages of ESPN when they were just reporting scores and highlights. and
2: It's like headline news. Remember headline news? Yeah, it, it was the headline news of sports. I mean, literally, the Sports Center played on a loop
4: twenty four hours a day.
2: Twenty four hours a day, they would have games. And
4: Ted Turner started headline news, and they said he was absolutely crazy for doing it. It was genius. And then stuff like the baby falling down the well, and okay, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, and they and I think, and I think even Turner said in an interview, and I, Lou, you're too young to remember this, but there was a. There was a very small child that fell down this this well that was dug in their backyard.
5: I've seen the story,
4: yeah. And they were working ty- just around the clock trying to get this little girl, I think it was a little girl, um, out of this hole in the ground that was probably maybe a foot in diameter, maybe a little bit larger. And the whole country and world was kind of fixed on this. And Headline News was just running it. Ted Turner said, just running it constantly. And it just shot their ratings through the roof. And uh, he said, at that point, he said, I knew that, you know, we could stay on this 24-hour news cycle mm-hmm. and just keep running it. And then, of course, you know, run the advertising with it. And, you know, Turner made all his all his family money, money from billboards.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, you know. Throughout the South, they. Does
2: he still got the restaurant in Nashville, and West End.
4: I think that, I think it's still open. Yeah, Ted Turner's Montana Grill or something that like correct. that.
2: That is correct. Yes.
4: Uh, the buffalo chips aren't very good. I didn't like them.
2: Didn't I've never had those. Well, yeah, no, I don't know. And he used to own the Braves too.
4: I don't care how much ranch you put on those buffalo chips; they still tasted like shh. <laughs> so, <laughs> something else. But you know, uh, so ESPN is like you said. They're having a go of it right now, and uh, it's just—it's just tough, uh, tough sledding. And you know, the thing about it is, he these huge. Expensive contracts. I'm I'm kind of amazed at how much money some of these broadcasters make.
2: Five year, eighteen million dollars. I mean, deal I need a pay Keyshawn raise.
4: Johnson. Hey, hey, can we talk to the station manager and see if I can get a little pay raise over <laughs> here?
2: But good lord, that's just unbelievable. Yeah,
5: I wouldn't. I don't know. If Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. Johnson is worth eighteen million dollars.
4: Yeah, that's you know, that's over three million dollars a year. You know, I mean, come on. There's to do no, what? And
5: there's no doubt. That, you know, the overall product from ESPN has just, in my opinion, it's plummeted but in the last got, 10 years. They've gotten
2: too big. That's the problem. I mean, they're they, we're we we're talking about this to break. I mean, NBC used to have the NBA. You know, you had Marv Albert, Bill Walton. You know, you had the, um, the, the heart of the champion, the theme that um, we used to play at the beginning of this show. Yeah, you know, that was their thing. You know, watching Michael Jordan and. Those guys growing up, it was always on NBC, the NBA on NBC, and uh, I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of these other networks get back involved in other outlets and other uh, sp- sporting <laughs> events that maybe they used to not be in. Uh, for example, Big Ten is going to be on NBC this year, you know, with right. football. So I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me a bit that. You might see – and just think about what ESPN just paid for the SEC rights. My gosh. I mean, billions of dollars.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And they –
2: That's where the money's at,
4: And TV. There you have it. Okay, the American League uh, All-Stars have been announced, along with the National League All-Stars, for the uh, July 11th game, which will be a week from – No, let's see. That'll be on Tuesday night. That's right. It'll be a week from, obviously, the 4th of July. And for the American League, first base is Yandy Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays. Second base, Marcus Simeon Simeon from the Texas Rangers. Um, Shortstop, Corey Seager from the Rangers. Uh, and third base, Josh Junk from the Rangers. Are the Rangers awesome?
5: Are they any good? I don't know. I mean, what the, the Rangers, hell are they doing? Yeah, the Rangers it? have been terrific this Oh, year. they have been terrific yeah.
4: this year? That says, yeah, how yeah, much I've been paying attention to the Rangers. Well, they've got – A lot better than expected. Well, they've got the second base, second base all-star, second baseman is all-star, their shortstop is all-star, and their third baseman is an all-star. Um, outfield will be Mike Trout, Los Angeles Angels, Randy Arozarena. From the Tampa Bay Rays, Aaron Judge, who's hurt, and he was picked over Jordan Alvarez, um, the te- catcher te- Jonah Heim.
2: Texans have a five-game lead over the Astros. Yeah,
4: their catcher is also an all-star, so they've got four.
5: They play them to nine, Astros. They've 49 got nine and thirty-two, so a lot better than they were supposed
4: to be. There you go. They a lot better than when George Bush had them.
2: You <laughs> yeah,
4: know. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see. And D.H.ing for the American League will be. Uh, Godzilla himself, uh, Shohei Otani will be DHing for the American League. Over in the National League, a familiar name, uh, Southerners will know first baseman from the Los Angeles Dodges will be Freddie Freeman, second base Luis Suarez, Miami Mar- from the Miami Marlins, Orlando Arcia from Atlanta Braves, is thats the way you pronounce that? Correct. Um, at shortstop, Nolan Aronado for the St. Louis Cardinals at third, uh, outfielder Ronald Okuna from the Atlanta Braves, Mookie Betts, who we know played at John Overton High School in Nashville. Is it true? Is it true? You know what? This might be an old wives' tale or whatever you want to call it. Did his parents really – Name him Mookie Lee Betts for major, major League Baseball. Do you know
2: MLB? I have that. No idea.
4: That is that's his name.
2: They named him after Mookie Blaylock.
4: <laughs> no,
5: if it was for the MLB. That was a that was a good investment to make, right there.
4: Well, so, I don't know they how you d- how do didn't. you do that. How do you how do you have that much force? Anyway, supposedly they named him Mookie Lee Betts. Because of Major League Baseball, now whether that's true or not, but anyway, he's an All Star. Corbin Carroll for the Arizona Diamondbacks is another outfielder. Um, catcher Sean Murphy for the Atlanta Braves will be the starting catcher, and DHer JD Martinez for the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, and Aaron Judge will he he was put in for the American League, but he's got a. He got a, he stubbed his big toe or something. Yeah, He's got lig- a hangnail? Lig- ligament. Hangna- oh, is it a ligament? I thought it was just a hangnail. Uh, a
2: lig- no,
4: okay. All right, so a little bit more serious than a hangnail.
2: But you remember how everybody was panicking when Dan Swanson didn't come back to Atlanta this year? Their shortstop's now the starting shortstop for the All Star game, so yeah, everything's it's okay. Good. Everything's yeah, it's, good. it's
4: okay, Braves fans. Everything'll be fine. Mostly the female. Pretty boy, Braves. pretty boys gone to gone up to Chicago, and you know he'll be okay up
2: there. Yeah, we don't have to hear about him anymore.
4: Yeah, I know, you know. So uh,
2: and, and the Cubs right now are currently at thirty seven and forty two. So
4: yeah, Well, you know. So uh, that's what's going on with the All Star game, and that will be a week from. The week from July 4th, on the 11th. So,
2: a week from Tuesday.
4: A week from Tuesday. Absolutely. Uh, What else is going on? Oh, we've got, uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, Lou, but let's retouch it um, and talk about this NFL gambling suspension because it involves a Titan. Um, Tennessee Titans offensive lineman Nicholas Petit Frere. Received a six game suspension from the NFL for gambling on non NFL games at team facilities. It's just ridiculous. So he wasn't, he wasn't gambling on NFL. He was. Which is the biggest no no in the rules, but he was still at the facility. He could have been gambling on, say, an NBA game. Yeah. Or he could have been anything. gambling on a boxing, a MMA fight, Any what, anything. anything. But the problem was he actually hit the wager button on his phone or computer or whatever while he was actually on the grounds of the Titans facility. I mean, it's that, so simple. That, that, that's what they're bitching. I mean, they're, that's what they're complaining about.
5: It's so simple to just take one step outside, cross the street, get in your car you know just get out of the park and press it at home. yeah I mean, but why, why
2: are you even gambling at this okay point but let me ask you this let me ask you this
4: i i've been to i've been to plenty of professional sports i've been to um uh, baseball games i've been to football games i've been to basketball games i see or i watch it on tv i see sports book advertising every damn like, oh
2: absolutely
4: I don't see I don't see these arenas or NBA teams or the NFL teams or the Major League Baseball teams turning down these casinos and gambling uh, conglomerates that are advertising on their center field wall on their behind the backs behind home plate. Uh, you know.
5: Yeah. But at I, the d- same time, you I mean, you <coughs> you signed a contract and you're a professional athlete and you should follow these rules and this is your job and you should be professional about it. And not gamble on you know your team especially, which is what these cult players did. Okay, all right. Um, now I
4: was I was just referring to Petit Frey right there. So
5: yeah, but and that makes more sense. It should it shouldn't be. I don't understand the. I mean, I guess you shouldn't be gambling uh, while you're working technically. But I
4: mean. Well, Indianapolis Colts cornerback Isaiah Rodgers and defensive end Rashad Berry were among the players suspended indefinitely. So they're gone for the year at least, just like Calvin Ridley was from the Atlanta Falcons. Now he's playing for the Panthers. Is that correct, Clayton? Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh, I'm sorry. He's at the Jaguars. Yes. Okay. Um, And, uh, you know, I think he's going to have a hell of a year. I think think Calvin Ridley. I hope not. Well, I get it, but I still I know I, I know I don't know. think he'll break out probably. But I'm I'm just talking from a fantasy standpoint. Calvin Ridley might be somebody to uh, to highlight on on the wide receivers list. Now, um, like I said, Isaiah Rodgers, Rashad Berry, both Colts uh, were suspended suspended indefinitely for, and that means for through the year. The Colts have cut them. Is that correct, Lou?
5: Well, yep, waved them
4: and. Um, Free agent defensive end Demetrius Taylor also was another player that's been suspended through the 2023 NFL season for gambling on NFL games in 2022. Now Isaiah Rogers and supposedly laid down a yeah. prop bet on. His own running back, and I'm assuming it was Jonathan Jonathan Taylor.
5: Yeah, there have been a lot of jokes circling that. Uh, there have been in some the memes out there. Season, he was betting the under on Jonathan Taylor <laughs> and making a lot of money. Yeah, he might. He very well could have. I mean, but you he, know who I mean, knows? He did have an off season,
4: so. But he'll have he'll have a whole year to sit around, not get paid, and think about it. Um, and it's too bad about uh, and maybe not be back. He wasn't. He wasn't terrific. By any yeah. means, and it's really sad. Uh, tough, tough news for the Titans to lose Petit Frere for the first six games because, at this point, let's be honest, the Titans are trying to rebuild an offensive line, and they need someone like Petit Frere who started, I think, played in um, almost the whole season over there on the right. He's the best guy
5: we had other than well, on the outside, you know, other than Ben Jones. Then so. you can't
4: afford to lose him. Um, but anyway, and Rogers started nine games for the Colts. And um, But he played placed a $1,000 wager on an over-under yards prop involving a Colts running back, and I wonder who that was.
5: Jonathan Taylor, I imagine. Well, there you go.
4: I hope you bet under. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and the Claw. We'll be right back.
0: Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222.
11: This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
6: This is Coach Trader's dog from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
4: Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and the Claw. And it is Friday, June 30th, the last day of June, July 4th weekend. Fireworks. Please, please be careful. If you've got kids running around out there, these fireworks that are being sold nowadays are quite uh, powerful Mm -hmm. and uh, can do some real damage, so... If you've got little ones that uh, are out there playing with fireworks, you know, keep an eye on those kids. You know, make sure that they're using them properly and uh, not shooting them at others, putting them in their mouths and lighting them. You know, you never know. I you mean, never, you know,
2: they're kids; they don't understand. You never
4: know. I remember. I remember as a child, uh, and I was probably first or second grade, playing with some firecrackers around the house, and I. had I had one firecracker and I'd thrown it on the ground, and the fuse kind of fuzzed out a little bit. And I lit the next one, and just as I lit the next one in my fingers, I noticed the spark on the ground. So I looked and I looked down at the one sparking and forgot about the one in my hand. Oh man! And bam! It went off <laughs> between my thumb and my index finger, <sighs> and it did not feel good. And wow! And I just remember the feeling of it felt like somebody was taking my two fingers and kind of pulling my, my index from one end and my thun, thumb from the other, mm. it was crazy.
5: You're lucky you still got them.
4: I know. So I'm just saying, uh, you know, just a little uh, bit of diverted attention can cause a lot of damage. So police those fireworks, y'all. Safety first, okay? Um Okay, our Cincinnati Reds. You know, if you're gonna tune into this show, I'm gonna talk about Cincinnati Reds because I put money on them to win the <laughs> na- to win the National League at almost forty to one odds.
2: That's incredible.
4: You know, that's that's a good bet. So I'll get back a couple of few thousand dollars if they win the National League, and they've got this superstar Dominican Republic public six foot five Ellie De La Cruz, and uh, since he has arrived at Cincinnati Reds brought up to the majors, to the big show, he's done nothing but kick ass. That's it. Um, and I'm telling you, they've got uh, Matt McClain, their third baseman, 23-year-old infielder, who's a rookie. They've got a whole slew of rookies on this Reds team. You all need to pay attention to them. They, um, they might not be their, their, your favorite team. But, you know, Cincinnati Reds, are just about the same distance driving here from Middle Tennessee as the Atlanta Braves are. Or
2: St. Louis, absolutely.
4: So I'm saying they're probably – they might be closer than Atlanta.
2: Yep. So I had some friends that went and watched the Yankees a couple of weekends ago.
4: There you go. The Cincinnati Reds in the, this last home stint against – three-game series against the Braves had over 126,000 fans. Wow. Okay. All right. Crazy. Hey, tonight. In uh, baseball, if you want to bet a little bit, take Cleveland, take Pittsburgh, and take Cleveland over in their runs and Pittsburgh over in their runs. See what happens. Cleveland over in Cleveland's runs four and a half and over in Pittsburgh's run four and a half and Pittsburgh on the money line. See what happens. That's what I got for you. You'll have a great, safe uh, 4th of July weekend, and we're going to be back on Monday four o'clock, a little after four, so tune in. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.